0: For the practice of compassion, you can think about, well, if you were on death row, if you were being led to the slaughter, how would you feel? Think of the suffering of that person or the animal. If it was an animal being led to the slaughter, imagine their fear. Imagine their worry. What can they do? They can do nothing, but they're going to lose their most precious life. Imagine how you would feel if somebody came and saved you from that situation. You look at so many dogs that are taken from shelters, how grateful they are to the people that bring them out or take them out. You really see the gratitude. And think as well, if that person or if that animal had to be my mother or my father or a family member or a best friend, what would I do? What would I want to do to be able to help them to be free from this suffering that they're going to experience? There's a story of some monks that were walking down the road and they saw a hunter and the hunter had just killed a deer and automatically the monastics, they took out, they started reciting mantras on behalf of the deer that had been killed and uh, for its pain and its suffering. And while they were doing this, one of the monks was reciting for the hunter and uh, they said to him, what are you doing? It's the deer that is suffering and he said yes the deer is suffering but the hunter has killed the deer and the hunter's suffering is still to come so this is a very important thing to remember the negative things that we do the suffering for which we do these things will happen later so sometimes we see very wealthy people and we think their life is really good and they're very fortunate don't envy their lives because For some of them, those that have achieved this wealth through doing negative things, it might look good now, but later on in this life or in future lives, they will bear the suffering of those negative deeds that they've done. Other places where we see great suffering is maybe not today, but previously were these animals of labor, the oxen, they used to pull the plow work so hard, their skin would be rubbed raw, they'd be exhausted, and they'd just get a little bit of food, a little bit of water, and when they got too old to do any more work, they'd probably be slaughtered. So a lot of suffering. And I use this example because I think sometimes it's how many people are treated these days. You see how people work, there's slave labor, there's child labor, There's just general people, they work so hard for some money, but what they endure, what they go through to earn that money, really for some people, there's a lot of suffering and a lot of hardship. So we can also think about these people's hardships as well. And the conditions that some people work in, I've watched in some places the way some people treat their staff, who treat people that work for them. As soon as the person walks in, they're shaking, they're worried. Really, it's sad the way some people treat other people. And it's really sad that people endure this kind of suffering, this kind of worry and anxiety, that they have found themselves in these situations. Always remember, what goes around, comes around. Cause and effect. Take great care. Take great care about how you treat other people, how you talk to other people. Really, at the end of the day, it just comes back to you one way or another. Anyway, I've got a little bit sidetracked there. We're talking about the practice of compassion for ourselves and others. This, in a way, actually is a, a, a compassion. If you don't want to suffer... Don't create the causes. Don't do the things that are going to create your own future suffering. And that even includes the ghost realms and the hell realms. Their suffering is far greater than ours. If anybody or any being should first be alleviated from their suffering, it would be them. So also have kind thoughts towards them. And just a quick reminder is that the suffering we experience is mostly caused by ourselves we may blame other people external circumstances and the environment this has only a little influence on our suffering most of us have enough food to eat we have clothes to wear we have a place to stay and are not experienced terrible illness so physically Actually, not much is hurting us. What is hurting us the most is what is going on in our own mind, our own thoughts, our own negative emotions. Somebody may say something nasty to us, but it's our mind that creates the unhappiness. We decide whether we accept what they say or don't or don't accept what they say. So it's within ourselves that we're creating or that we are investing in the unhappiness. Just bring to mind the example of, for instance, where somebody is really nasty to us. Maybe they shout at us in front of a lot of people and it's really embarrassing. And they do this for five or ten minutes. And it feels very uncomfortable. However, after that ten minutes, they go their way. You go your way. Or maybe possibly you sit together, but... All of the shouting has stopped. However, your mind hasn't stopped. You start replaying events. Start thinking, who does that person think they are? Who do they think they're talking to? How dare they do this? Why did I deserve this? And you see 10 minutes of somebody else saying horrible things to us. We continue that conversation within our mind. And all the scenarios for hours, days, years, sometimes even a lifetime. And while we're involved in all of those thoughts, what are we doing? We're just practicing unhappiness, anger, hurtfulness. Just hurting ourselves doesn't help us, doesn't benefit anybody. So you see how the person that is hurting us us the most (laughs) is ourselves we really hurt ourselves the most the negative thoughts we have towards ourselves think that we're not good enough how we depreciate ourselves many many thoughts and where do so many of our enemies originate from do they just appear from the external world or is it due to our inner world our afflictive emotions our anger, our pride, our arrogance, our jealousy, our attachment, all of those discriminatory thoughts, the way we've treated other people, that as a result of this, people become enemies or are viewed as enemies. And this is also related to what the Ogress of the Rock sang to Milarepa. This demon of your own tendencies arises from your mind. If you don't recognize the nature of your mind, I'm not going to leave just because you tell me to go. If you don't realize that your mind is void, there are many more demons besides myself. But if you recognize the nature of your own mind, adverse circumstances will serve only to sustain you. And even I, August of the Rock, will be at your bidding. We can't change everybody else. It's very difficult to change other people. But what we can do is change ourselves and we can definitely reduce the suffering we cause ourselves due to our, uh, our untrained unguarded thoughts due to our lack of awareness and when we make positive transformation within ourselves our life improves it becomes better and the world around us also